Kings of Friends podcast. Hello. Hello. It's us again. Yeah, I can see you there. <laughs> You're Peter. I'm Justin. Yeah, that's true. I and, just uh, last time I checked. Anyway, uh, shall we crack on? So this show is one of our review shows. It's a, yep. a podcast leading up to one of our events. It's a preview show, not a, a review. Preview show. Yeah. A preview, preview show. show. This, this is a, a preview. It's a preview show. This is a preview show. This is a preview show. We talk about what's coming up, the exciting acts that we've garnered from the local uh, scene. And so uh, let's talk about some of those acts. As usual, we've got two poets and three musical acts. Let's do this in order, shall we? Yeah, let's do it in order. First poet we're going to start with is Christina King. Now, Christina King is a local poet who has performed at the Arts Centre. And she's putting together, I think, a film called Lost Girls. Now, I, I saw a little bit of this online. And uh, I'm not sure what it is, whether it's a poetry thing or a a film, but maybe she could enlighten us with that. Um, She's been published in some poetry magazines. Anyway, she's also, I think she's a fan of um, sort of sci-fi and steampunk. Now, can you tell us about steampunk? Because I know that this is something you know lots about. Sort of 19th century sci-fi thing. Tell us about it. And well, I don't. I haven't got a good definition of it, but I know what you wear. It's not good enough. you, You can wear top hats, goggles. It's like Victorians in the future. Yeah, of, yeah. Kind of. Obviously. Victorians Obviously, in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who hasn't thought about that? Yeah. Imagine how shit that would be if you went from working in a coal mine for like a penny a week and then you went into the, our future and the world was melting. I mean, yeah. it'd be like you've missed the good bit, haven't you, really, which was called the 20th yeah. century. Everyone has their perspective. Yeah. Anyway, Christina King. Yes, Christina King. Uh, we've got a poem from her, actually, which we're going to play now. Yeah, um, let's have a listen. And this poem is called Big Girl Pants. Big Girl Pants. Sometimes I lose my big girl pants, mainly because they don't actually, tangibly exist. Put your big girl pants on and deal with it is a phrase. It means things are tough but keep going, as if I'm deliberately trying to find things incredibly difficult, as if I'm not trying hard enough to cope. Put your big girl pants on is a concept easy to lose, like wet pants that stick onto the side of the washing machine, like socks I only have one of when rummaging around the drawers. Like a tiny family of borrowers has hoarded one of my socks, cutting it up into strips to lag their tiny nook of a house, surrounded by all the other little things I can't seem to find, like peace of mind. Reminding someone to put your big pants on is asking, would you like some guilt? with that inadequacy and distress. I'm ashamed I can't always put my big girl pants on. I have feelings that are sometimes inconvenient for me or others. Feeling like I don't have my big girl pants firmly on at all times makes me feel like I'm not enough, when really I'm just trying my best at living 
Is there a perfect big girl panted daughter or mother or wife? What if everyone thinks there's a perfect person out there that they have to live up to and they don't even exist? What does that mean for us? Does that mean we're all just doing the best we can? Because if we're all just doing the best we can, then no one has their big pants on all the time. How could they, when life is the way it is, thoughts and emotions are the way they are, and we are the way we are, because of all these things? I guess that means I can relax, take my time, breathe deeply, live life, and never worry about where my big girl pants are. By CJ. That was Christina King with Big Girl Pants, and you can catch her at the Brew House at our next event on the 10th of December. Okay, and who is our first musical artist of the night, Peter? Sinead Orme. Sinead Orme. Um, she is a singer-songwriter from Dublin. Nice. And I tell you what, when I first heard her album, my God, I thought it was Kate Bush. It really? sounds very much like Kate Bush. And I don't mean the writing, I just mean her, the tone of her voice. Sinead is from Dublin, and she moved to Essex. What, what, what was she thinking? I don't know. She had the beautiful, lush surroundings of Dublin, and she came to the beautiful, lush surroundings of Essex. But anyway, her 2020 album, Chapters, is a delight. It's a mixture. This is what, it feels like a blend between Kate Bush any era Kate Bush really and a sort of late 70s Joni Mitchell now we listened to the album and actually we thought someone's going to think we just picked the first one off the album <laughs> that's which, true which we did pick the first one but it was the one we actually really both liked so. really nice the new chapter is a really nice uh, song opening song what she does is she has this sort of tumbling vocal effect in some of her songs which is just like Joni Mitchell who sort of runs over bar lines and oh, they see that they sort of yeah it's more like a poetry feel I wonder if it's and an Irish jazzy. thing because Phil Linnett I love the way Phil Linnett did mm. that some of his lines just yeah, run just, out of control just, yeah it just goes like you mm. have the run of the chords and but it would just sort of spill over into the mm. next line it's also quite jazzy as well which reminded me of Joni Mitchell a bit and some of the, the, the harmonies she harmonises herself uh, sound just like that so it's a lovely sort of blend of those two I mean it's two of my favourite artists really so it's a great blend we could have a listen to a song called New Chapter I cannot 
way to hear it at the event it's gonna be great it's gonna be fantastic barry king barry king barry king it sounds like a verb doesn't it 
Yeah, sounds like something maybe Barack Obama would do. Baracking. But that's not him. This is Barry King. Barry King is a local poet. And searching through the dirt online, I think he's quite an angry poet. Really? I think he's quite an angry poet because, as you know, Justin, left-wing people like ourselves... We are, uh, we're pretty angry. There's a lovely photograph of him with John McDonnell, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, so just before Corbyn sort of lost the last yeah. election. And it was quite yeah. a positive sort of post, but I think, yeah, sort of sad looking back, really. Strong forthright poetry, I think we can expect from him. Good, yeah. Mixed really with a bit of humour. Mixed with a bit of humour. Yeah, I, um, the one he sent in for us, we'll, we'll play it shortly, but uh, I really liked it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And it's called Donald Trump Doesn't Like the Who. Well, this is um, a poem that I wrote in the thick of lockdown. Uh, when was it? A year before last. And uh, Donald Trump was slagging off the World Health Organization, a.k.a. The Who. And I thought well, it'd be quite funny if I could write a poem around Donald Trump talking about how much he doesn't like The Who, as in the rock band The Who. And I've managed to put together three verses... And in those three verses, there's references to 19 Who songs for anyone who knows The Who. And it's called Donald Trump Doesn't Like The Who. Donald Trump doesn't like The Who for reasons that I can't explain. I asked and he said, who are you? And that he won't get fooled again. Behind blue eyes, he thought it through, reminded me that I'm a boy. And if the kids are all right too, a substitute he'll soon employ Though I can see for miles it's true and be any way, anyhow, anywhere. Donald Trump doesn't like the who, it's a legal matter beyond compare. The seeker of a brand new bill in a magic bus has driven away at 5.15. He'll make a deal with Boris the Spider in the UK. Donald Trump doesn't like the who, his supple wrist is bound to crack. He's acting deaf, dumb and blind too and my generation's not happy jack. See me, feel me, touch me, heal me or smash the mirror. But in my view, however much you think I'm free, Donald Trump doesn't like the who. Okay, so the next musical artist, Adam Vaklovic. Adam, is that how you pronounce it? It is Adam Vaklovic. What I would summarise is sort of soulful ballads. He's had two albums on Spotify right. so far, um, 2019 until now. And then uh, last year, Before I Go, his latest single was called Dawn. Uh, I don't know if it refers to a woman. I yeah. mean, the picture on the front doesn't look like Dawn or a woman. Dawn, I know why he's called it Dawn, because it actually is an acronym for something. It's um, um, Deny Anglicans um, Width Nearby. And uh, he didn't want to say that because of, obviously, the church. So he's no, just called I, it Dawn. Well, you're, you're, I tell you, you are right about the church, but it's actually Don't Anger Wailing Nuns. <laughs> as you know, as you well know. All I ever see is pictures of nuns smoking, basically. That's all you ever see, isn't it, on cards? Yeah. Oh, isn't it funny? Like, I've got a birthday card, and they're, they're smoking. Listen, he's got latest... This is, this is a really... You'll like this, Justin. Will I? The latest single... Yeah. Um, sorry, the last single was called Against All Odds. Now, this really shows his age, because anyone from our generation, something in the sort of late 40s, would go, Against All Odds? What, he's done a, a cover of Against All Odds? Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he even knows what Against All Odds is. I mean, presumably he's heard the song, but it's a well, quite a wild thing to call something, given that everyone knows a song called Against All Odds. <laughs> I saw a, a news story where somebody was releasing a song called Car Crash, and I thought, wait a minute, we've got a song called Car Crash. And I thought... <laughs> Yeah, I got like what the hell are you I playing? Start, at? I started her own thing. I did. I started her own thing, and um, 
And then yeah. I looked up car crash on Spotify. There's about six zillion yeah. songs called car crash. Yeah, precisely. So, you know, yeah. against all odds, you know. Against all odds. It's not a cover. I mean, I know it's no. not a cover of Against All Odds. What, what really sticks out with Adam is that he has a really healthy presence online. I mean, in terms of his Spotify, there's plenty of material to go and listen to on there. Uh, but especially on YouTube, lots of videos. He makes lots of videos at home. Um, of him playing songs acoustically, just solo, have to say, I think they're fantastic. I mean, if you want to really hear what he sounds like, that's the place to go. Go to YouTube, look up Adam Vaklovic, and listen to some of those acoustic solo numbers. They're really good. Yeah. Very good. Lovely yeah. voice. Lovely, soulful voice. Yeah. So, how long has he been playing? Do you know Do you know much about him? He's been playing it's a, just a couple of days. Um, <laughs> He's a fast learner. He's a very fast learner. Tell you Especially what. as, actually, some of the albums he's released before he'd started to, <laughs> to learn a couple of days ago. It's incredible. <laughs> they appeared and he looked at them and went, that's me. Yeah. When did that happen? I better actually learn how to play now. Because people are going to... All of that by accident. <laughs> people are going to be asking how I did I'm that. I'm going to have to reproduce it. Um, anyway, this is, this is um, the latest single from Adam called Dawn.
The last act of the night, uh, we actually saw in Coda, big event. Uh, that Baz Robin from, Cancer Trust all day. Yeah, that Baz from uh, from Lamplight Club uh, organised. From literally, <laughs> there's so few of us, but we can't even keep count. <laughs> <laughs> we saw uh, them there, and we said, "Yeah." These are the ones we want for our next event. We were looking for an act, a headline act, and they were just spot on. I mean, just, uh, they're a revelation. I haven't seen a band like that. I don't think I've actually seen a band like that. I mean, I've seen folk bands, but not a band that is so so regional. They are very regional. They are very regional. It's like they've got a compass on the map, drawn a circle and said, we're only going to sing things Mm. within this circle. But it's an original idea, that in itself, isn't it? Just to think... Let's just think about what we know and what is here around us. And they're, they're on their album Natives, their 2020 album Natives. Um, it's a track called Burgolt. Isn't it? Track called Burgolt, very popular. In fact, it's the most popular track on the is album. Is it about East, uh, East Burgolt or West Burgolt? <laughs> well, I'm sure the song will because explain that. Because they're not that. actually near each other. Did no, you, have you it's seen odd that? that, isn't it? It is very odd. It's like there was an earthquake and that one of them was shifted. There is a song, there's a song called Elmstead, there's a song called Blackwater, all of these are, um, you know, places within the region. But what's interesting is that although they sound like there'll be songs about that, oh, this is about Elmstead, actually, when you listen to the song, it, it, it takes you somewhere else. It's almost like a starting, an idea, maybe right. where they got the idea for the song. The Elmstead one in particular actually sort of takes you on a journey that isn't really to do with that at all. Only they really know why these songs are called that. But maybe they uh, just sort of start in this, in this region. Well, for people who've been listening to the show and taking notice, they'll know taking, that... When, taking notes. Taking notes. <laughs> they'll, they'll know that we will actually hunt them down on the night. Uh, mm. People stalk them with this microphone yeah. and leap on them when they're least expecting it. The bodies are piling up behind the brew house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, we'll make sure that, that we, so we ask them. Lots things. of questions. To oh, ask them. lots of questions. So their um, ten-track album, Natives, pretty much explores the themes of nature. I mean, in a very broad sense, that's that's what they sing about. They sing about plants. They sing about the seasons. They sing about animals. But mainly, it's about the relationship between us as humans and nature. So, what I would call human nature. I think they are essentially ahead of the curve. If, I don't like that phrase. Just, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what it means. But, but um, what I mean is I, I think there's going to be more music like this. They're very precise about what they want. They're very folky with their music um, and the, the way they present themselves, the bare feet, the classical guitars, the violin, mandolin, the style in which they sing. And I think that, that folk is sort of growing, isn't it? It has been growing for about 10 years now and it's, it really is a popular genre. And I think they've, they've captured something very unique, actually. When I saw them, I didn't think, oh, this is a fake band. Obviously, it's very apparent. Mm. But I just thought, more than anything, I thought, 
these are they're, they're good. Mm, yeah, they're good performers. Good performers. They're good songs. They could live. They sort of project it well. They sort of passion in what they're doing. They sort of believe it. They look like they're living it. It's that thing you try to capture, isn't it? Is that you don't want there to be a line between yourself and the music. And, and it's obvious sometimes when you're watching people where there's clearly an attempt to do the music rather yeah. than just live the music. And you can you can clearly see with them that there is a, a total passion for them, you know, there's a total commitment to it. And they've defined an area, a territory of their own, which I, I don't, which is unfamiliar actually to audiences. And I think, you you know, if you come and watch them, you'll see that they, they kind of it just embody something that's very local, very specifically to do with nature and the environment and people. And I think they really comes across. I've got a couple of quotes though from songs, which I thought you might want to hear. Okay. A song called Muscles. And um, this sort of muscle? Yeah, that sort of muscle. Showing the guns J- Justin here, is holding up I'm a showing small... showing the guns. <laughs> Justin is holding up a uh, a whelk-shaped object. No, what would it be? What is it? A mollusk. Mollusk. A mollusk. No, yeah, muscles as in, uh, you know, uh, human muscles. And uh, there's a great quote. It says, Once I was running with wolves, once I was throwing spears, I'd have been dead at 30, but I'd have, I'd have known that I'd lived. So I thought it was a fantastic quote about human nature and again, our relationship to the world, you know, and how things were in the past. They sort of hark back to that kind of world, you know. Are you in touch with um, nature? There's one other on a, on a song called Animal and uh, the quote is simply, I'm an animal. Now, it, I mean, in, in the hands of anyone else, I mean, what, would, what does that say to you? I'm an animal. I mean, well, I mean, Def Leppard tried it, but... <laughs> But I wasn't listening. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Oh, if only I'd listened. No, it's just that it sounds like, you know, I'm a bit of a geezer and I'm kind of, you know, I'm uncontrollable. I've got this yeah. animal urge. But of course, in the hands of armoured man, that's, this is a celebration, you know. In any other hands, you'd think it was something negative. Yeah. But to them, it's like a, this is a, like a reflection of humankind. You know, I am an animal. Well, we are. That's we actually are what we are. Yeah, people, a lot of people, but well, you can open a whole can of worms here, can't you? Because you can say that's not natural, what you're mm. doing. You know, when you talk about humans, and then you think, well, actually, we are animals. So, is anything we do actually natural? Well, there's a lot of right wing stuff around that as well, isn't there? Which is, well, do it because you're an animal. You can't help it. Like, we can't possibly be civilized. We couldn't possibly be civilized. No. You know, like, we'd not want to be civilized. God's sake. Anyway, um, the last single, Peregrine. Yeah. Um, is uh, is online as well. So you've got you've got the album Natives on Spotify and Peregrine, their last single. But they do have a single coming out very soon called Zatapec, which is a celebration of the Czechoslovakian long distance runner. And yeah. Czechoslovakia is very hard to write down. I learnt. Oh, okay. Almost impossible. I mean, okay. only five or six people in the world have ever managed it first time. But. Going by what you've said about them being local, this one sort of really mm. seems to come exactly what I thought out of that. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, what the hell are they playing at? Is this them branching out? What are they doing? Uh, that was that was unusual. You did say one of the other songs is about running. I wonder if one of them's a runner because oh, he's, he's he's pretty obscure reference. I mean, he, yes, it uh, is for runners. Runners would have heard of him. Yeah. Also, of course, Armored Man didn't actually start out in England. They actually met or played at least in France for a while before coming oh, back okay. to Essex. So they are essentially formed abroad right. and then they've come back to Essex. But I think you're right about the Zatapec thing. I thought, oh, it sounds like a change. Anyway, we're going to play a song called uh, Burgold, very popular song of theirs. Mm-hmm. 
Of the pale evening And I am the sky Slate blue Stretching out the light Skimming clouds across the light Of the flatlands And I am the road That my feet have always known But the home where it goes Holds no welcome So how much do I have to pay Get a goddamn drink in this play To see clagging East Anglian clay In between all the gold And the endless, endless grandeur All the guilt, all the guilt The generosity of donors And I don't belong here
Um, okay, so we've got quite a serious matter. Well, it's, it's serious and it isn't, I suppose. I'm not sure if you've seen any of the things on Facebook about the dress. Some people see it as blue, some people see it as green. We've actually had a similar kind of thing, haven't we, Peter? Yes. Um, what, what's odd is that when we recorded our jingle, Literary Kings and Friends podcast, podcast. it was a, in a state of blissful happiness. I mean, I was dancing around just in a sort of one of those mankinis. Uh, I, I was holding a bowl of toffee yeah i mean it made it hard to play but you know it was a happy scene yeah it was a happy scene and what happened turns out yeah doesn't come across as happy at all no i mean tell us about what happened with you you had a note or something yeah well are you saying no it was (laughs) it was a rat around a brick thrown through our window classic all it said is dear litter of kings my name is angela marine biologist from wellingborough and I've got, I've got something to say to you. That's Talk that's, about that's threatening. How, that's how it opened up. Yeah. I thought, and I turned the paper over, there was nothing on it. And then suddenly another brick came through the window right, with the with, rest of it with on. With the message. Yeah, yeah, with yeah the message. But luckily it went through the hole where the first brick went. So there was no more damage. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. Incredible you, shot. You couldn't have made it up. Brick-shaped hole. Strangely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what the message said. She was blaming the jingle at the start of our show for some really bad things that had happened in her life. And, you know, her, her cat Timsey had passed away after, yep. shortly yep. after hearing the jingle. Yep. I mean, how she ties the two together, I, I've got no idea. Her shed losing its colour, that sun... That's the sun. That's not us. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. you can't blame us on the tint of brown. I mean, that had. really does sound ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. Come but on. Anyway, but she started coming up with some very threatening language. I think it was. But what? What is it about that? What's distressing her? Yeah, but what is the jingle at the start? Did with Kings and Friends podcast? Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right at the start of our show. You might have heard it before. And, and it's been distressing people, not but, just marine biologists from Wellingborough, but people up and down the country in all sorts of various professions. Yeah, men and women. And um, it, it, what's strange is that we did it in such a state of joy, but it's yeah. come across as a depressing, sort of, it's turned into a minor key. And she is actually, she's now, oh, what yeah. are we going to do? Yeah, I, can't make, I can't listen anymore. I'm sad, I've lost my house. On the other side... Um, you, you you got a very positive message. Um, <laughs> well, I did, but I also got a really negative message as oh. well. Absolutely, yeah. I had um, uh, it was actually came in the form of a threatening two a.m. phone call. I was there, the uh, street light was beaming in, and this phone was ringing, and I was, what the hell's going on? I picked it out. Well, well, I said I, I didn't order that, and um, it wasn't that. It no. wasn't the thing I ordered. I mean, that doesn't even fit my head anymore. <laughs> but. Um, what what it was was a threatening message and it was a recorded message and it said you had better stop that jingle because it's driving me insane I'm on the edge and all I need is a push and one more jingle is going to do it and well I mean I didn't know what to think so I, yeah. I started thinking actually I listened back to it and thought yeah it does sound sad yeah. but that was when I was crying it sounded yeah. sad yeah. on the flip side yeah. we've had loads of people have got in touch yeah. um, I've got here Kevin Tuffington from Lyme Regis <laughs> He said, I love the, the uh, Literary Kings and Friends podcast uh, jingle. He said at the start, love it. He said, I, I mean, my life has changed since hearing that jingle. Don't like the show. I think, yeah. I think it's quite dull, the show. Yeah. But just the jingle. I do sort of just like that he jingle. He said that two weeks after listening to the show, particularly the jingle, he won a lucky dip on the lotto. <laughs> 
In that, yeah, and that his car t- changed colour overnight. Um, so I mean, he, you know, he's a, he's a, you know, he's someone who's happy about it. Yeah. He's doing well out of it. As a, we would like to hear your stories. You know, if, they, if if you've been changed, if your life has been significantly altered by that uh, seven seconds of music, we'd love yeah. to know. So you do get in touch through the usual channels. Yeah, I mean, you know, those channels are pretty disgusting, but the usual channels. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is the section of the show that we like to call the wrap-up section. Because I'm going to rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Peter's not going to rap. He's not allowed. He's been told specifically by doctors, don't rap. <laughs> or it uh, could be your last day on Earth. It could be your last day It could day kill you. Earth. You know what happened last time, Peter. <laughs> I tried to rap. <laughs> I try not to think about it. I know. It makes me feel sick. I nearly broke down in tears. I mean, the audience did, but um, you know, I nearly did as well. So, uh, yes, we call this the wrap-up section. It's where we start talking nonsense and eventually get towards the end. This week, we've been talking about our artists who will be performing at our next event on the mm. 10th of December at yep. the Queen Street Brew House in Colchester. Right. Should we go through those people again, just I to think remind so. you? We should also remind people that Christina King and Barry King, our two poets, are not related. Although they okay. sound like they are, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it's really like we have got a litter of kings. At yeah, show. well yeah. done. We just need one more. Yeah. Like right. Don King. Is he Don alive king? still? Christina King and Barry King, two yeah. poets. Yeah. We've got um, Adam Vaklovic yeah. and Armoured Man. Yeah. And Sinead Orme. Sinead playing. Future podcasts, we'll be catching up with some local musicians. We don't know where we're going yet, but look out. We're going to come and grab you at some point. And yeah, look out. If you play music, think about it. Yeah. You, you could think be next. You seriously think about whether you whether want to you... carry on. <laughs> <laughs> because if you do, we might be banging on your door. Also. You're going to hear a little we're knock on the window. Yeah, we're hoping to get hold of some promoters. Yes. Local radio presenters we're hopefully ones who concentrate on local music yeah we'd like to sort of see the other side of things which is you know just how how do they view things um how do they put things together and you know what do they consider to be important so robin loxley paul dupree watch out we're coming for you yeah we's coming for you man yeah (laughs) say goodbye say goodbye Tell those nice boys listening at the other end. Bye bye, Bye. Bye bye bye. 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 Bye b